0: Uh, there is this phrase that uh, I've heard growing up, and I've heard it a lot, I'd give my right arm to have, you ever heard that? When you really, really want something, I'd give my right arm to have this thing. Uh, just a few days ago, we were, uh, we were here, I think it was Wednesday, it was Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday, the uh, Apple, anyone an Apple product fan, old, young, Apple product fan? How many of you have an iPhone? Okay. You have an iPhone that is made by Apple. The other day, Apple had this announcement. People, they, they take off work for this announcement. People, uh, they, they don't work and they watch this announcement. And uh, they were announcing the newest iPhone, the iPhone 7. And then the Apple Watch Series 2. Now, I may have lost some of you. But this is something where people say, man, I'd give my right arm to have the iPhone 7. Now, I want to know. I want some participation. Uh, we're all from uh, different uh, generations and ages. I, I know for 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 me, I would love an iPhone 7, okay? I would love the Apple Watch Series 2. Uh, I'd give my right arm, not really, but that's how the saying goes, to have something like that. Uh, I remember uh, growing up even. Let's, let me give you an example. When I was younger, uh, the cool thing that everybody had at one point in time, I don't know if I was like 10 or maybe younger than that, was a Razor scooter. Does anyone remember when the Razor scooter came out? It was so cool. And uh, I, you know, you see somebody else have something that you want, I would have gave my right arm to have a Razor scooter. It's just a little folding metal scooter that you can zip around on. Uh, and I got me a Razor scooter, so that's pretty cool. What was it for you? Somebody give me something. Maybe something when you were growing up, you remember a time when you could have said, I'd give my right arm to have... What was it? What's something? What car? A, a brand new car? Who wants a brand new car? Yeah, if you don't, you, nobody wants a brand new car. I'm giving one away. So, <laughs> wouldn't you guys? Yeah, <laughs> we all have things we we want. But the the idea is that man, I would just give up anything to have that. And you know what? We do it. We do. Uh, you know we. The things that you have right now, your possessions, some of you have sacrificed something. You've saved, you've buckled down to get that thing that you really wanted. Whether, ladies, if it's a purse or a pair of shoes or what have you, or if if it's that new car that you have. Uh, But we've all done that. We've all sacrificed for something. But we want to bring this home today uh, and we want to make application to... When we're we're talking about this, God, we've been praying, we've been asking God in our life, in our family, and in our church, give us a dream. God, you say that that you can do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Well, God, we want more. Pastor Tony, uh, he he started off the series talking about how um, it's not okay with God if we're lukewarm, okay? He says, I would rather you be cold or I'd rather you be hot. But don't just be lukewarm. He said, That's, I'll spew you out of my mouth. That's a disgusting thing uh, to God, just to be okay with where you're at. And so Pastor Tony challenged us to, to ask God for more. And so maybe you've asked God for more. Maybe you're praying for something, uh, some, something in your family or something in your life to happen. And then last week we talked about taking action. And, and we, you want to get started and you, maybe you took a first step, some, some brave step. Well, this week when we get to sacrifice... We see that there is a cost to get to where we want to go. All right? Um, let's turn in our Bibles, and if you would, to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and verse 2. And I want to make sacrifice practical for you tonight. I want to help you understand how to. How to so, so many times we can, we can hear and we can feel motivated, but to put some steps to what we're feeling and what God's asking to, us to do is, is hard. And so I want to help you with that tonight. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number one, the Bible says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses? Let me pause there. Um, chapter 12, I'm really simple when I preach or speak. Chapter 12 comes after chapter 11, okay? Uh, and in chapter 11, line after line is recorded for us stories of normal people just like you and just like me. Many times we, we raise those people up in our minds, but they the reason they're so great is because God did something through them, okay? Something exceeding, abundantly above all that they asked or thought. So we have chapter 11, and, and it goes into chapter 12 and says, because all these people uh, they've done this, and because uh, we're kind of surrounded by them, is these stories of faith and in, in great uh, acts for God. It says, let us, our generation, let you, let us lay aside every weight and the sin with which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith. We, we've got a race to run. You all with me on that? Uh, God has something for you to do. He has something for me to do. Uh, he, we all are to be active doing what God has asked us all to do, individually and together as a church. Um, but the Bible says that while we're doing that, we should set our eyes on an example, and it's the example of Jesus. Look in verse number two. Looking unto Jesus. We, we ought to, while we're running, our example is Jesus Uh, later in the verse, it says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. We should sacrifice watching the example of Jesus's sacrifice. And I want to help you. Uh, I want to give you Three simple words, okay? Can we, can we remember three words? If, we, if, that's, if you remember three things, uh, three simple words, I, I would encourage you, if you want to write them down, write them down. Take some notes tonight. Three simple, I mean simple words, ready? Word number one, we're going to talk about the word for. Word number two, or word number three, endure. Word number three fits in there, and it's in the passage, so we're, we're going to go with it. For or, and endure. Let's go back to four. okay? four or, and endure. I want to uh, open up. I have this working definition that's going to help you apply deciding to sacrifice in your life. Here's what sacrifice means. Here's what it looks like. Um, I have a hard time, if somebody just tells me what I should do, I, I, I learn better. Anyone learn better by seeing somebody do it, and then you can do what they did? I learn better like that, and so I've really got to... Uh, Come up with something that I can I can walk through. I can see it. Uh, so here's sacrifice. It is here's my definition, and we're going to explain it. Sacrifice is choosing pain for. That's it. So I'm going to leave it. Repeat it with me. Ready? Choosing pain for. Choosing pain for blank. Choosing pain for. You making a deliberate, intentional choice to endure pain for something, okay? So here's what sacrifice is all about. Sacrifice is all about for. In the Bible, uh, this this word for, it answers the question of why. Uh, We read in Hebrews chapter uh, 12, verse 2, Jesus died on the cross for us, okay? Why? Why did he do that? The cross was painful. The cross was horrific. The question why, the Bible says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Why did Jesus endure the cross? Shout it back at me. What was his for? For the the joy. What was the joy? What was going to happen because Jesus died on the cross? We'd be set free, right? We would be forgiven. There would be a payment made for all sin uh, forever, okay? People, uh, God's creation that was far from God would now be brought back to God. This was his motivation. The motivation for Jesus was this joy. There was an enduring, but there was a joy. Sacrifice is all about that word for. Um, See, the joy was Jesus' main goal. The joy was his dream. The joy was greater things for Jesus, okay? Does that make sense? Can you parallel what we're talking about here? Jesus had a goal, and that was your salvation, and he endured the cross for that. That was his joy. He had something he was looking forward to. So as we apply, decide to sacrifice, what is your for? What are you sacrificing for? What is God asking you to do? Okay? What's your dream? What has God placed in your heart to accomplish? You. I'm not talking about the person sitting next to you. I'm talking about you specifically. I'm going I'm to try all that I can from up here to force you to think about what God's asking you to do. What is God asking you to do? Sacrificing is all about knowing your why or your purpose. Okay? Okay? You've got to know what you're doing is for. What, 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 are, you, what are you trying to accomplish? See, greater things. Uh, we've all been asking God for greater things, and I hope you have. If, if you haven't yet once prayed a prayer, God, uh, give me this, or God, I want this, uh, you need to. And we all know that the greater things, so we're not praying for like, stuff like a new car, though, man, it would be great uh, to have one. Uh, we're praying for God's will in our life, okay, greater things with God. Maybe you're praying, God, use me to reach people with the good news about Jesus. God, make me a great husband. God, make me a great father or a mother or a grandmother. God, let me be in the ministry. Maybe you're asking God. Maybe God's been pricking your heart to to preach or to serve. God, help me get out of this financial mess that I'm in. Maybe that's what God's been talking to you about is your finances. Greater things for you could mean, God, allow me to lose weight. These are things God gave you things to steward, and He gives you, He speaks to your heart through the Bible, through preaching, through wise counsel to give you a dream for greater things. And so when we talk about sacrifice, sacrifice is all about four. Why are you going to sacrifice? What are you sacrificing for? What's your goal? What is the goal of your sacrifice? Jesus was set on completing God's will. In Luke uh, twenty two forty two, 42, uh, Jesus uh, said, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. That was his four. What, what was his four? Four was... For God's will, that should be our for, for God's will, you will sacrifice for something. So, at the each, each one of these words, I want to I hear, I want to hear some participation here. What is your for? What has God been telling you about? If you if have courage enough to share it, maybe God's been speaking to you specifically, I want to hear it. I'm going to repeat it from the microphone so everyone can hear what, you, what, what is your for? Why would you sacrifice? What's God telling you to do? Anybody want to share? Anybody Yes. To be a better witness, that's a goal. You can tell more people about Jesus. That's a big goal. That's a worthy goal. You will sacrifice for that, something to reach for, right? Anybody else? In the back, for your family. Yeah, we want the best for our family. Um, you know, when we think of sacrifice, a lot of times, um, you know, one of, the, one of the discussion questions for the groups was, um, you know, what's, what do you remember about your parents that you admire? And it always comes back to, oh, they sacrificed so much for me. Um, I know that my mom, she's a hard worker, and, and my mom, she, she works hard, but she doesn't work hard for the sake of working hard. Uh, she doesn't. She doesn't work extra hours just because she's it's fun. You know, uh, why? What's her for? She works hard for, for her kids, to provide, for family. That's a great for. Is there any other force? Any, anything else? For our church. That's right. Jesus died for, the church. It's a worthy goal. It's a worthy. You can sacrifice for something. We all are gonna make sacrifices based upon that word for. Jesus, uh, he sacrificed for that joy, and that joy was the church. You. Uh, that, that joy was the salvation uh, that we would get. So we have to know our for, okay? Does that all make sense? Our for? You with me? Here's the second word. Or. Sacrifice is all about or. It's not about and. Okay, let me say that again. Sacrifice is all about or. It's not about and. Uh, You are not choosing when you sacrifice to do this and that. Uh, You you have to choose one or the other. See, it's about making or decisions. Do you know why it's not this and that? But it's this or that? Well, it's not true sacrifice. Sacrifice. Tell you what. We, yeah, we have limited resources. Do you know that? We have limited resources. Let me explain. The Bible is very clear. Psalm 90 verse 12, "So teach us to number our days." Do you know your days have a number? Meaning you only have so many? You only have one life. Right? You only have seven days in a week. That's all you get. You don't get any more. Uh, you don't get any more days. You only have 24 hours in each day. You only have 60 minutes in each hour. That's all. That's all you have. And so we have to make every second that we spend is an or decision. This second or this minute, do I want to do this or this? This. It's not an and question. Great phrase. Um, This was a motivator for me in college. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Um, It's quoted a lot. Some of you might think that's a verse. That's not a verse, it's just a quote. (laughs) But that's a good one. Listen, uh, here's how we can make this practical. Uh, I would guess with an average average crowd, average adult, uh, every person in here works 40 hours per week. Let me explain this. Uh, When I say work, you may not have a job, but there is something that occupies your time. You're a full-time something, whether a stay-at-home mom or a a grandparent, or there's something that you do about 40 hours a week. Um, If we we break this down to our our day, a normal 24-hour day, you get about, let's say you work a normal 8-hour day, Let's, let's tack on an hour before to get ready and get dressed, and an hour after, let's kind of make room for traveling and that sort of thing. You've got about 10 hours out of a 24-hour day that's just going to work. Everyone's got to work. Everyone has bills. Everyone's got stuff they got to do. All right? Then the average person, look this up, uh, eight to nine hours a day is the average uh, hours you spend sleeping. Okay? Eight to nine hours a day. You say, some of you say, I wish I had eight hours a day sleep. And some of you are like, man, that's all? Eight hours? Uh, I sleep all day, you know? Uh, you may need to sacrifice. So. But eight to nine hours a day is average. So let's say ten hours a day for work or whatever you do. Eight hours a day for sleep. That leaves you, every one of you, about six hours of discretionary time. Discretionary means you get to choose what you do with it. Six hours a day. Ah, bonus would be weekends, okay? Okay. It's an or decision. You only have those six hours. Are you going to do this or this? See, you have to know what you're doing it for. What you're for. And then you got to choose this or this. Baseball practice, or I don't know, you got a PTA meeting. You know, I don't know what you have going on. Uh, You know, dinner with friends. Am I going to go dinner with friends or am I going to rest? Am I going to spend time with family? Uh, Time is a limited resource. You know what else is a limited resource that we have? What is it? Limited. Money. Does anybody have so much money, It just you have too much? Anybody? Does it ever run out? Anybody ever run out? Listen, money is a limited resource. God allows us to have money. He allows us to manage his money. He gives us money. To manage as he would have us manage it, but it's a limited resources, and you'll make or decisions with your money. Um, You you choose what you spend it on. Every dollar that you spend, you make an or decision. Do I spend it on this or this? You know, when you're even if it's something simple as going out to eat, am I going to spend twenty five dollars for my family to go out to eat, or am I going to have gas money later that week? You know, uh, we make or decisions. Uh, the average income for a family in this area in Columbus, in our zip code, is 43,844 dollars. That 's it, OK? Um, you have an income limit, whether yours is 10,000, 40,000, 100,000, you have a certain amount that God has given you, and you have to decide what you 're going to do with it. It 's about or. it's about making wise choices. Uh, this is crazy. Listen to this. Practically speaking here. The average car payment today, $479. The average person, if you have a car payment, the average across the United States is $479. Realize when you... Uh, and I'm not saying car payments are bad, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm posing the question of or. Sacrifice is about or. You could say, I want to spend my $479 on a car payment. Or... I want to spend my $479 on kids' college fund, or I want to have enough groceries, or I want to give to something at church, or, uh, you know, we make or decisions. Are you with me? Is that making sense? You, you always are making or decisions. Uh, shopping spree, or maybe you want to uh, give to a missionary that comes into church. Uh, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, we want to buy these clothes, or I want to pay off my debt. We make decisions about or. Uh, We make decisions this or that. Some people don't tithe or don't give, not because you can't, it's because you've already made your or decision and you've chosen something else. You follow me? This is kind of getting in your face, but this is practical application of the Bible. You have to. To sacrifice, you have to know why. What, what do I want? If you want to be out of debt, if you want to be able to give and, and live generously, if you want whatever you want, if you want to witness more, if you want to be a better father or husband, there's something you have to choose. You've got to choose between this or this. You cannot do both. You cannot do all. And if you're saying, I can't do this, it's because you've already made choices over here. You've already decided what your choice is. Um, it's, it's just like we see in, in Joshua chapter 24. Uh, as I was talking about this message, Pastor Dave, he's like, man, uh, he reminded me, it's just like in Joshua's day. What did, what, did, what did he say in Joshua 24, 15? He says, choose you this day whom you will serve. We have a recorded Bible in the crowd. Uh, listen, uh, back in that they faced the same problems that we do now. There are things that had them, and they, he, he put it very clearly. You can either choose this God, or you can choose this God. With your time, with your money, with your talent, whatever it is, you're, you're going to choose between your will or God's will. Okay? Something you want now, or something you need later. You've got to make an or decision when it comes to sacrifice. Um. If you want to write a statement down, this is something that is very true and very helpful. Do you know you will always, you will always have enough time and enough money to do God's will. You will always have enough money and enough time to do God's will. You say, man, this person can do God's will because they have so much more time. That ain't true. They've made their choice. Okay? You get to choose how you spend your time, and God gave you your time, and God gave you your money, and it's your, you get to decide, am I going to do God's will or not? And so you may have to make some rearranging, and that's what sacrifice is all about. Sacrifice is all about for, sacrifice is about or, thirdly, sacrifice is all about this word Endure. It's really big font, too. I think Richard made that. That's in your face right there. Endure. Back in Hebrews chapter 12, remember we're supposed to look unto unto Jesus, our example. It says, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. See, he made that choice. My will or God's will? Well, he, he... made the the choice to do god's will thy will be done not mine but thine be done but then the bible says to make that choice he he wanted something He, he wanted your salvation he had to endure and so many times the reason that we don't sacrifice is because we're afraid of or we're not willing to endure endure the word means to suffer means to experience pain Endure is uncomfortable. Okay, uh, Jesus, when he endured the cross, there was nothing, um, nothing pleasant about it. It was horrific. It was painful. Talks about how he bore our grief, he bore our sorrows, he bore our pain, our shame. He endured for. He made his or decision for you and it cost him that he needed to endure the cross so we go back to our definition of sacrifice what's the definition if you remember it is choosing pain for choosing pain for listen here's here's how you can make this practical and and i would encourage you as an exercise you got to write this down you you should know right now what is your for is your for that you want to be a godly leader is your four that you want to be a godly mother, father, husband? Is your four that you are in debt and you've got to get out of that stuff so that you can do what God wants you to do? You've been a, a, a poor steward, you've made bad or choices, and you've got to make good or choices. Um, what is your four? So here's how this works out. I choose the pain. Remember, it's choosing pain for. I choose the pain of budgeting. Listen, it is not fun. It is not, I promise you. It takes time and effort to sit down with your spouse and write out how much money you have. That's sad. That's the first sad step. You write out how much money you have. No matter how much you have, it's like that's all because the bills are always more. It always seems that way. So you write out how much you have and then you you give every dollar a name and know where it's going. That's a lot of work and it's going to show you that you don't have money for some things. That is a pain to endure. But I choose the pain of budgeting for I choose the pain of budgeting for debt freedom. So I don't have any payments. So that when I'm 50, 60, 70, I don't have to be working all day. I can spend time with my family. Does that make sense? We choose pain for. Sacrifice is choosing pain for. I choose the pain of exercise. Who likes to go running? Anybody? Maybe? Okay. We got a cross-country runner. All right. Uh, when you get a little bit older and uh, you get maybe some kids later, you get married, running ain't going to be fun, okay? I'll just tell you. Running, uh, exercise, the reason we, we, we like it because of the benefits, because of the four, you know, that's the only reason you would like it, but it is hard work. You sweat, you're hot, it costs money to buy the shoes that you might need or the clothes that you might need. You got to get up early, you got to, or stay late, you got to pay for a gym membership There is a pain associated with it. The pain of exercise. I choose the pain of exercise for physical health. The the idea that you feel comfortable in what you're wearing. You you like how you feel. You're comfortable in your skin. Listen, these are benefits that will motivate you. uh, But we choose pain for something. Choose the pain of exercise for physical health. Listen, choose the pain Here's one. The pain of getting up early. Listen, who likes that? It's a pain. It's something to endure, to wake up when it's dark outside. Are you crazy? Um, Listen, why would you do that? You do it for, I choose the pain of waking up early for a great relationship with God. Listen, you say, I don't have time to read my Bible. I don't have time to pray. Oh, that I had time to pray like Pastor Tony has time to pray. That's not it. Everyone has the same amount of time. Pastor Tony or someone else that has good time to pray, they have chosen or. They said, you know what? Uh, it's either sleeping in or getting up early, and they chose getting up early. So they chose the pain of getting up early for a great relationship with God. That is sacrifice. Choosing pain for something that's greater. Uh, how about this one? Choosing the pain of not watching TV for time with my family. Or not, you watch Netflix or Hulu or whatever you're on or if you saw have videotapes. I don't know. But listen, when you get home from work and you're tired, and I know this is going to talk. You get home from work and you're tired, you know what you're going to do? You want to eat dinner. If you're a guy, you want to eat dinner and you want to go watch TV. That's what you want to do. And you know what? That takes time. And you only have so much time. You've got to make an or decision. And that or decision is watching TV or time with family. You have to decide what you want. That's what sacrifice is all about. We choose the pain of not watching TV, missing that comfort time for ourselves so that we can have time with our family. Here's one that uh, I know uh, maybe if you're older, your kids are older, and, uh, or you have younger kids, you, you know about this one. I choose the pain of getting kids ready for Sunday. That's painful. Uh, My wife does it now, uh, so I come here early. We have a staff prayer meeting at seven o'clock, and she gets the kids ready every single week. It is so. I've done it before, and it is crazy. Uh, They cry. Sometimes they pee on the floor. Uh, They they um, they're yelling. They are they argue. Uh, all this on Sunday. This always happens on Sunday. And it's painful. Uh, it's, it's stressful. You're sweating. Even when the air conditioning's on in your house, you're sweating and you're trying to get the kids ready. And you've got to get there and church starts on time and they're going to start without you. And then you've got ministry responsibilities at church. And, and you know what? It's hard. It is painful to get kids ready for Sunday. But I choose the pain of getting kids ready for Sunday for a family that loves God, a family that has priorities. You have to know what you're for, is. You've got to know why you're sacrificing. How about this one? This goes along with what we heard back here. I choose the pain of a little bit of embarrassment, okay, for a life of obedience. When you think of witnessing, there's always this fear. What are they going to think of me? I'm going to bring up Jesus, I'm going to look weird. Well, listen, it's okay, because you want to have a life of obedience to God, okay? You want to tell people about Him. And you may choose the pain of being a little embarrassed or feeling uncomfortable sometimes because you have a four that's really big, and your four is, I want to tell people about Jesus, right? Choosing pain four. I choose the pain. Here's one. Uh, this, is, this is a hard one. I choose the pain of confession, why on the, in the world would you tell somebody a sin that you've done? Whether it be your spouse, whether it be God, whether it be somebody you've wronged. I choose the pain of confession. Why? Why would you, I mean, you got secrets and you wouldn't want anybody to know your secrets. Four, a clear conscience. There is a four that's more important then the pain, and that's exactly what we learned from the example of Jesus, is that Jesus, for the joy, endured the cross. Do you understand? It's, it's, it's um, choosing pain for. I choose the pain of maybe being uncomfortable in a new setting for finding new friends. Maybe you come to church and you just feel alone. Well, maybe God's asking you, hey, he that, uh, he, he that hath friends must show himself friendly. Maybe it's you need to choose the pain of being a little uncomfortable to say hi to somebody. Uh, I choose the pain. Uh, I choose the pain of hard work. Why do we work hard, like I said about my mom, for a brighter future so that I can retire? These are all good fours, and these are fours that show good stewardship of your life. Um, basically, it comes down to I choose the pain of self-denial. I choose the pain of not doing what I want for doing what God wants me to do. Okay? I sacrifice, I choose pain for greater things. You understand? Uh, does that make sense? Does that help you to apply sacrifice? There are things you're going to be asked to do. Today, you may have to make an or decision. When you've got to make an or decision, you've got to know what you're doing, what, what you're for is. You've got to know. Um, listen, there are things that, as this church, that we need to go forward with. And listen, whether it's missions Whether it's giving to build something, whether it's just tithing and putting God first in your money. Listen, that's painful because you only have so much it's limited. But you need to make an or decision because you need to know why. Why am I doing this? Uh, We we are so selfish and we're so self-centered and we so much want to do what we want to do. Well, Greater Things is all about choosing pain for what God wants to do. And so that's our decision today is decide to sacrifice.